0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 19th, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 19. Beginning in verse 32, it says this, When the disciples found the colt, just as Jesus had said, and sure enough, as they were untying it, the owner asked, What are you untying that colt for? The disciples replied, The Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. Now in this passage, Jesus is entering into Jerusalem. It's the final week of his life, and he rides in on a donkey. I think what's significant about that is it just shows the humility of Jesus. And I just love that, right? Jesus is God in the flesh. But rather than riding into Jerusalem on a stallion with trumpets and singers and dancers and an entourage, he comes riding on a donkey in humility and it's his humility that makes him so approachable and i just love that about jesus and as i'm reading that i'm asking god god help us help us to humble ourselves god when we display humility in our community it makes us approachable it makes our faith attractive it helps point people to Jesus. And so like Jesus, God give us humility. And then in verse 36, it says, as he rode along, the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all his disciples began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. They began shouting, blessing on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that. And Jesus replied, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. So not only is Jesus humble, but he is king and he enters into Jerusalem. And the other gospel writers say they are waving palm branches, which was a sign of victory. They're shouting, Hosanna, which means, God, deliver us now. They're praising him and calling him king. Well, the Pharisees, the religious leaders, know exactly what they're saying. They believe that they are treating Jesus as if he's God. And they're highly offended because they don't believe he's God at all. And of course he is. And so they tell him, rebuke your followers. Don't let these people relate to you, treat you, communicate to you this way. You're not God. And Jesus says, well, you're wrong about that. And if they didn't cry out, if they didn't celebrate my arrival, the very stones on the side of the street would begin to cry out. I love that. So Jesus is humble, but he's also our king. And uh, I want to just be careful that I don't allow the humility of Jesus and the fact that Jesus will not force himself or push himself into my life, the fact that Jesus will not control me. I don't want that to cause me to misunderstand, to fail to acknowledge he is king So they're worshiping and glorifying, and as he comes into the city, then he says this in verse 41, "'As he came closer to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, he began to weep. How I wish today that you of all people would understand the way of peace, but now it's too late. Peace is hidden from your eyes.' Before long, your enemies will build ramparts against your walls and encircle you and close in on you from every side. They'll crush you into the ground and your children with you. Your enemies will not leave a single stone in place because you did not recognize it when God visited you. So in other words, Jesus says, now you're going to experience judgment because you've rejected me, the Messiah. God has visited you and yet you have rejected him and therefore judgment is coming. Now here's the thing. Many scholars believe that the Jews would have embraced Jesus as king, the Romans still would have killed him. But after the resurrection, Jesus would have established his millennial reign on the earth, and the Israelites, the Jewish people, would have been free. But instead, they rejected Jesus as God, as the Messiah. And now, after the resurrection, he ascended into heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit, and the church was born. The church age began, which is what we live in now. And hopefully, one day soon, Jesus is going to rapture the church. The tribulation will begin. And after seven years, his millennial reign will finally come. But one of the things that really stands out to me in this passage is that when we close our heart to what God is trying to do in our life, we miss out on the blessing and we experience his discipline. And I just love the balance of these three ideas. First, Jesus is humble. Second, he is king. Third, you have a choice. Will you open your heart to what God is trying to do in your life? Or will you reject him and then have to live with the consequences of that decision to deal with the discipline that you experience. Man, let's open our heart. Let's live like Jesus. Let's humble ourselves. Let's embrace him as our king, and let's experience his very best. Well, let me pray with you. Father, thank you so much for everybody listening. And God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that our king is a humble king. It just reminds me that if you need people to see and acknowledge your greatness, well, you're not great. And Jesus comes into the city in humility, but he is king. And Lord, we thank you for that. Jesus, we acknowledge you are our king. And God, I pray that our hearts would be open to what you're trying to do right now in our lives. God, I pray for each person listening today that they would take some time And in the silence this morning, that they would listen to your voice. God, what are you trying to do right now in my heart, in my life? And that we would be open to that and allow you to have control of that area of our life and that you would lead us into your very best. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. Man, I hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.